let's slip up. Welcome everyone to the Ove Torah Daf Yomi Shiur. Today's Shiur is Daf Ayin in Pesachim. You don't need more. You're plenty. You're plenty. Okay. Don't worry. Uh, today's Shiur Daf Ayin Pesachim. We will begin in the Mishnah on Daf Samach Tet Amud Bet on the bottom, right over here. It says the Mishnah as follows. Now, before I give you the Mishnah, I would like to give you a little um, little backup. There are things called korban hagigaz. Now, not all hagigaz are created equal. Some korban hagigaz, there's a hagigah on the 14th of Nisan, and there's a hagigah on the 15th of Nisan. And there's ola tariyah also. Now, ola tariyah, we're not talking about that. That's a korban ola that you have to bring when you come to the Beit HaMikdash. Any family, let's say you have a Halabi family, for example, and they live, let's say, in Petah Tikva in Israel, and they're coming up to Yerushalayim for the holiday, they have to bring a korban ola as an ola tariyah. That is a wonderful thing. That is a wonderful thing, and you have to bring that korban. We're not talking about that. Besides that, there's a korban hagiga that needs to be brought on the first day of the holiday. It can be brought on the first day of the holiday. It's a shilamim. It can be brought on the first day of the holiday, or it can be brought any day from the first day of the holiday to the seventh day of the holiday. And when you bring it, you have two days and one night to eat it. Okay? That is a, that's a korban that needs to be done on the 15th of the holiday. 15th of Nisan. Besides that, there's another korban hagiga that was brought on the 14th of Nisan. This korban that was on the 14th of Nisan was not an obligation. Sometimes you brought it and sometimes you did it. Did it. Depending on how many people were registered in your korban. Now, I don't know exactly how it worked with the registration, but it seemed like Families have to register for a korban. It's called a minui. Korban of Pesach, you register. Now, if you have a lot of people registered with your korban, that means every person's only going to get a little bit of the, of the korban. If every person's only going to get a little bit of the korban, then you have a problem because you have to eat the korban Pesach ala sabah. Some say the reason why you have to eat it ala sabah when you're full is because we're afraid you, if you eat it when you're hungry, you might break a bone. And it's a sewer to break a bone in the Korban Pesach. You can't break a bone. So therefore you have to eat al-Sabbah. So if we're giving you a lot of meat from the Korban Pesach, we're not so worried. But if we're giving you only a little bit of meat, then you have to have a Korban Hagiga with it, so you have sufficient meat that you Allah sabah and you're not going to break a bone. That's one way to understand that. We're going to go with that way right now because it's easier to go. There's a lot of machlok and rishonim about what's going on over here. In the meantime, again, let's let's. There's two korban hagigas, one on the fifteenth, an obligatory item, and one voluntary, depending on how many people are registered in your particular korban korban pesach on the fourteenth. Are we with me, Moshe? Excellent. Let's read the mishnah now on the bottom of. Uh, when must you bring a korban hagiga together with imo, with it? With, with which korban? Korban Pesach, obviously. We're talking about korban Pesach till now. Hagiga just shined in now. 
Okay, for those who are with us till now, you know that we weren't talking about Gurban Chagiga once. We just got to Dach 70. And so when do you bring Gurban Chagiga with it? With what? With the Pesach, obviously. Says the Gemara. Mishnah. Bizman Shuba Behol. When it's a weekday. So Yani, when it's Shabbat, when Ere Pesach is Shabbat, then you're not going to do the Gurban Chagiga. Can't do Gurban Chagiga because it's voluntary and you can't do it. And Betahora. It, you have to do it also when the... Oh, you got $2. That's X3. Excellent. Please. Wonderful. Oh, and Oreos. Got it. Okay. And also, Tahara, we mentioned before that sometimes the Quran Pesach can be done when everyone is Tameh. However, if everyone is Tameh, you do not do a Quran Hagiga. Another thing, Ummu'at. You only do it when there's not so many people there. Rashi says, "B'mu'at shehaya pesach mu'at la'achilat b'nei chabura." When there's very little meat for the amount of people in the chabura, which means, like I told you before, when there's a lot of people and very little meat, then you have to make a korban hagiya. Incidentally, if you have an art scroll in front of you, note number thirty-one is backwards. He says it wrong. I think it's a mistake and needs to be fixed. Note thirty-one says, "B'mu'at." He says, when those registered on the Korban Pesach were few, and therefore the, the, the portions are large enough to satisfy the portion without need for a Chagiga. That's the opposite. We, we're saying, we're saying the opposite. They messed it up. Okay. Either way, as we, when there's, to, to get it right, when there's, two, when there's a lot of people, that means you're getting a small piece, that's when you do it. Good. So if it comes on either on Shabbat or there's a lot of people or there's a lot of meat, not people, Mirubeh is going to be a lot of meat, right? Or Tumah, then you don't bring a Chagiga. Good. Chagiga ha'ita ba'a minatson u minabakar minakazim u minazim mezachim minakavot. So, as opposed to a Goban Pesach, which needs to be a Zachar, and it needs to be only a sheep or a, or a goat, here it could even be a cow. Hagiga could even be a cow, and it could even be female. Okay? Whereas, if it's a Goban Pesach, it needs to be male. And different than a Goban Pesach, Goban Pesach has to be finished by Hatzot of that night. And this could be eaten for two days and one night. Okay, like we said. Everything clear. So this is the Gemara. Mantana diktani chagiga. The Gemara is asking, where did you shine in when you're talking about chagiga? Hello? All the Pesach, all the, this whole Mishnayot till now, never mentioned chagiga. And now we're saying, when do you bring the chagiga with it? What do you mean, when do I eat? We first mention, mention about the chagiga, and then start talking about, about the details of chagiga. It's like, you know, all of a sudden I start telling you, well, by the way, when are we making the, the Super Bowl party? Well, we didn't say we're making a Super Bowl party. <laughs> why, why are you talking about, the, 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 are we ordering chips? We, we, we didn't talk. First tell me about the party, and then we'll talk about the thing, right? Suppose the thing you play with the, the ball, you know. You know about that. He only knows about Torah, this guy. Let's go. Okay? Says the Gemara. Tana harkavto vehevaato. 
before, in the Mishnah before, we were talking about the Korban Pesach, and we were talking about whether or not you're allowed to bring the Korban Pesach <coughs> on your shoulders to the Bet HaMikdash. So once we're talking about those things, the Lodahi Shabbat, which doesn't push off Shabbat, the Ketani Nami Hagiga, so we throw in, you know, you know what else you can't do on Shabbat? Yani also the Hagiga you can't do on Shabbat when it comes on Shabbat. And that's how it shined in over here. The Kamar, when do you bring the Hagiga with it? Okay, very good. Amar Now, if Ashi wants to learn something from this, Shema Chagigat Arba'asar, the Koban Hagiga of the 14th, Lav Chovahi, must be that it's not an obligation. You don't need it. The Isal Kadayte Chovahi, because had it been an obligation, you should be able to bring it on Shabbat. Right? And you should have to bring it even if you have a lot of meat. Okay? And you should have to bring it even when you're Tameh. Says the Gemara, Umi'ut mihu, Maitama Atya. Why do you bring it? When it's too little, why do you bring it? What's the point of bringing it? Says the Gemara, Kiditanya, we bring it like Shraita. Chagigaha ba'ayim ha-Pesach. If you have a Korban Chagiga, which comes with a Korban Pesach, ne'echel techila, you have to eat the Chagiga first before the Pesach. Why? Kedesh ye Pesach ne'echol ala Sabah. In order that the Korban Pesach could be eaten when you're full. This way you won't, like we said before, maybe you won't break any bones. The way we learn like that. <coughs> now, we're at the two dots now. We said, It's eaten for two days and one night. Says the Gemara, this thing that you see that Korban Chagiga could be eaten for two days and one night proves that the author of our Mishnah cannot have been a rabbi by the name of Ben Tema. Because Ben Tema is quoted elsewhere as saying that when you have a Korban Pesach together with the Korban Hagiga, the Hagiga gets the rules of the Pesach. And therefore, well, some of them we'll see. We'll see the details. And therefore, it'll only be till Hatzot. You won't be able to do two days one night. The fact that Mishnah says that clearly shows that the Mishnah was not written by Ben Tema. It was Rabbanan or whoever the other rabbi is. Good. Let's see it inside. The time we learned in the Brachta, Ben Tema Omer, it's like a Pesach. It's only eaten for a day and a night. Now, when we said a day and a night, technically the Korban Pesach is a day and a night. Now, a day and a night is a little not right because you can't eat the Pesach during the day. And the Chagiga would only be eaten during the day. But when you say day and night, means it's still kosher a day and a night. Technically, that term, day and the night, is a usual term that we use, but this is only nighttime, technically, but okay. But it's not two days, two days and a night. Good. But that you do on the 15th, that's the one we spoke about before, then that's for two days and one night. Beautiful. When you do that, you could be Yotzeh, the Mitzvah of Shalmei Simcha. 
you can't be said the Chagigah. There's two separate things. When a person comes to the Bet HaMikdash, you're supposed to bring something called Shalmei Simcha. A Shalamim, just the fact that you're in the Bet HaMikdash, you came to the Bet HaMikdash, you're supposed to bring a Shalamim. This Chagigah of the 14th, if you do it, which means if you have a situation where you have to do it, you should know that it counts for Shalmei Simcha, but it doesn't count for, your, for, your, for the 15th Chagigah that you still have to do. Okay. That's Ben Tema, and let's see. Now it says, My Tama de Ben Tema. Where did Beit Hema get his thing that you shorten that you shorten the the Chagigah that you have to do it only for one night? Where did he get it from? I mean, when, as they say in Yiddish, says the Gemara, Kedimatni Rav It's like Rav once told his son Chia. The pasuk says, "V'lo yalin Don't leave over till the morning. Zeva Haga Pasach, the offering of the Pesach. That's the pasuk. It says, Zevach Chag, when it talks the words Zevach Chag, the slaughtering of the holiday, the Hagigah, the slaughtering of the holiday is the Hagigah. And HaPesach, Kimashmao, it's like the word means Pesach. So you, it tells you that the two of them are the same. And therefore, just like the Pesach needs to be only one night, says Ben Tema, so to the Zevach Chag, which is the Hagigah, also, yeah, the only one day. Well, that means they just brought it together. What? What if they just brought it together? That's how you're learning. That's how Ben Tema is learning. Okay. Says the Gemara. Says, don't leave it overnight. And therefore, we know that you can't leave this overnight either, says the Korban Hagiga. Okay. The Gemara wants to clarify according to Ben Tema. Now that we mention this Ben Tema over here, this Tana Ben Tema in the Bright Time, the say, okay, let's clarify. When he says it's got to be like the Korban Pesach, and it, and it has an expiration date like the Korban Pesach, does it also have other rules like the Korban Pesach? Mm-hmm. Let's clarify what this rabbi means. Now, Rabbanan, of course, they say that it's two days and one night, so they're obviously not comparing it, and they're, they're, everything's cool. But we're going to clarify. Let's, let's see all the other rules. Does it have to be only roasted? Because we know you have to roast the Korban Pesach. Maybe you only have to roast the Korban Hagiah. Or maybe it doesn't have to be roasted. Maybe you could uh, boil it if you want, or you could uh, fry it. Says the Gemara. Ki pesach. Do we say when we compare it to pesach? Lalina, that's for leaving it overnight. Avalatzali, but for roasting, lo. Or dilma, or maybe loshna. Same thing. Same difference. Tashma, I'll bring you a proof. It says, Halayla hazekulosili. On that night, everything has to be roasted. Right? The Amr of Chistan says, Zu divir ben tema. And says, This is ben tema. So therefore, you see that ben tema also needs roasting. Because otherwise, when it says kulo, that night everything is roasted. What does that mean, everything is roasted? It's only ben tema who's the one who says that Chagiga is compared to Pesach, who's going to say, Therefore, everything yani, also the Chagiga is roasted. Okay. Ibailu, we have another question calling the Bentema. The Bentema, Ba'a mina bakar, Wayna ba'a mina bakar, Ba'a mina kibot, Wayna ba'a mina kibot, Ba'a bashishanim, Wayna ba'a bashishanim. We have three questions. Our Mishnah clearly said, our Mishnah wasn't Bentema. And the Mishnah said you could bring cattle, not just sheep. You could bring females, not just males. And it seemed like it could even, even be two year olds. We know that a Korban Pesach has to be less than one year old. It has to be a lamb or a kid. It can't be a fully grown goat after a year. 
But maybe the Hagiga, when Ben Tema is saying, so the Tanakama surely is letting anything he wants. But Ben Tema, would he also let these things or not? So let's clarify. When we have a connection to Korban Pesach, that's that's only for things of eating. But for everything else, no. Maybe it's not it's the same thing. Tashma, bring a proof. We have a bright that says the following. If you have a Chagia, what comes with Pesach? It's like a Korban Pesach. It has to be from sheep. It can't be from the cattle. We don't know who the author of this bright is, but the more is clarifying. Who's the one who says it has to be like this? You see, for me, it has to be like everything like Gohan Pesach. Okay, you're right. We understand what Ben Tema is saying here, and now we're good. Says the Gemara. Another question according to Ben Tema. Says the Gemara. Ben Tema. Do we say that the Isur of breaking a bone? In the Korban Pesach, extends to the Korban Hagigah too. And therefore, we'll say that when you do the Hagigah on the 14th, you're also forbidden from cracking a bone and sucking out the marrow of the bone. Good? Says the Gemara. Maybe you'll say that even though we connected to the Korban Pesach, Amar Krabo, that's only because the Torah says, Bo, which means. Don't break a bone in it. Yani, only in the Pesach. But not the Hagigah, maybe. Maybe Hagigah, it's okay to break bones. Maybe we're telling you, Bo means only when the Korban Pesach is kosher. As opposed to one that's Basul, then you can't break it. But really, even the Korban Hagigah, you can't break a bone, maybe. Is Bo coming to exclude a, a Pasul one? Or is Bo coming to exclude Hagigah? So they're going to Tashma, I'll bring you a proof. Now, this proof we've got to pay close attention to. And you might have some questions on it. Uh, Till now, all the proofs were very, very simple. This proof is going to start getting a little complicated. Hopefully, we'll be able to get through this. Okay. Tashma. Sakin Chinimtsat Barbasar. Now, talking about a, a, a knife that you found someplace. Exactly where you found it. It seems like we're going to learn from now, like Rashi, that this knife was found in Jerusalem. And you found the knife. I guess it has no simanim, and then you're allowed to keep it, I'm assuming. And, or, yeah, I guess so. And you want to know if the knife is tahor, and you're allowed to use it to shech your Pesach. Okay? Now, when you find it in Jerusalem, we assume that they sweep the streets every day and therefore probably fell that day. Probably gave up on it? Well, you know the guy gave up on there's no simanim, let's assume, okay, fine. okay, now you can keep it. But, is it tahor? Now, we're assuming if it's lost in Yerushalayim and they had on the 14th, they're using it to shech the Korban Pesach and it probably was tahor. 
And therefore, you're allowed to use it, the Gemara is going to say. Okay? You could check with it right away if you're on the 14th. But if you found on the 13th, you have to go dip it again because maybe it wasn't dipped yet. When you find a cleaver, a meat cleaver, which is used to chop bones also, okay, then you have to go back and re dip it anyway, no matter what. Okay? Mani. The cleaver, you always have to do. Now, we're showing a difference between a shechita knife and a cleaver. Now, that difference is going to be the proof that we're going to use. Because according to, let's see, let's see. Mani, who wrote this Mishnah? If I tell you that the Mishnah was written by the Rabbanan, why do you assume that the knife was dipped already? Because probably he's using it for the Korban Pesach. Everyone's got a Korban Pesach. So, Kofit's Nami. It's good for the Hagiga. Right? Right? And you're allowed to chop up the bones. Now, because if you hold like the Hahamim, you're allowed to chop up the bones of a Hagiga. Cleave is used for chopping bones. And therefore, in the, the days before they had the, the machine, the, you know, the, the, the band saw that they go, you go into Mikey's and you see with the band saw. No, they, they used to use cleavers to get through the, the bones. So if you have a cleaver, it's going through bones. Now, the guy, according to Rabbanan, the same way they have to use a shechita knife for your Koban Pesach, you need a cleaver for your Ban Chagiyah because you got to cut the bones. So we should assume that the cleaver is also Tahor. The fact, because you need a cleaver also, because you have a, you need a korban hagiga also, you got to break the bones. But according to Ben Tema, who says that you're not allowed to break no bones in the, so then, so then that's, that, why you have to dip it. that's why you, that's why you could, you're not allowed to break bones. That's why you wouldn't dip the cleaver because you don't need it because you don't need it for the hagiga because you can't break no bones, okay. right? We, we, we know he doesn't break. That's the question. What's that? The question is, is that if we, does he is he, does he allow? Over here, they don't. No, the, we know he doesn't. He, we're assuming he doesn't. We're assuming he doesn't know how. The only way it works is if he doesn't allow, and therefore he's the guy. Okay, because Rabbanan never works. It's got to be Ben Tema. Mani, either Rabbanan, Maishas Akin de Matriel, the Chazil Pesach, Kofitz Nami, Chazil Chagia. The same. Why is a, a knife okay? Knife's okay because you need it for the Pesach. So uh, Kofitz, the, the cleaver, you need it for the Chagia too, right? El alav the ben temahu must be it's ben tema. You see the fact that it must be ben tema, and you see that there's a difference between breaking bones and you're allowed, and, and he holds that you're not allowed to break bones. Otherwise, if if, he, if ben tema also holds, if ben tema says you're allowed, you're allowed to break bones, then it doesn't feel like anybody. Oh, so that, you got the proof. Good. Really, I could tell you that the author is the rabbanan. The case is that it came on Shabbat. It, since it was Shabbat, on Shabbat, we don't do the Korban Chagigah. And if we don't do the Korban Chagigah, then you have to assume that the cleaver is also Tameh. Because why is the guy going to... In this, this happens to be that year that Erev Pesach was Shabbat. When Erev Pesach is Shabbat, we don't do Chagigah. And then the guy is not going to dip his cleaver because he's not doing Chagigah. And then who could be the Rabbanan also? Who told you? Maybe I'll answer you. They're talking about Shabbat. It could be Rabbanan. It might not be him. Maybe really Ben Tema holds that you're allowed to break bones. And the reason why you, the, the cleaver is NG is because it was Shabbat that year. 
So if you find a knife, you can pick up a knife and chop. Why? Why? Why not? Oh, this is Eruv. It's not halacha class. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, that's a fair question. Okay. Okay. Says the Gemara. Okay. Moses says, ha, it can't be. How could you say it's talking much about? Hamadiktani Seifa. In the end of the Mishnah, it talks that what happens if it happens on Shabbat. So if the end of the Mishnah talks about Shabbat, so it sounds like the beginning of the Mishnah is not talking about Shabbat. Where does the Seifa say? It says, Chal Shabbat. If the 14th falls out on Shabbat, Shochet Bamiyad, you slaughter it right away. Ubechamisha is on the 15th. Shochet Bamiyad, you slaughter it right away. Another case, if you find the cleaver and the sakin and the shechita knife are attached, at the, they have like a, a, a band at the back attaching the two together, mm. then you're allowed to use both of them. Hanel is saying the same, because when you dip one, you have to dip the other one, so you know that they're both dipped. Right? right. We see at the beginning, he's not talking about Shabbat, so therefore you see, he can't be talking about Shabbat, don't give me that answer, don't tell me he's talking about Rabbanan, because it was a Rabbanan, then they wouldn't be able to do it. But that's only if it was connected. Even in the other case, because we're not, we're not bringing proof from the connected part. Uh-huh. We're saying the proof is because since we said later in the mission, in the, in the right, it says, if it was Shabbat, then this. So don't tell me if the first one was talking about Shabbat, because later on it says, if it's Shabbat. So the first one obviously wasn't Shabbat. Right. Okay? Ela, okay. Another way to do it. Rather, we're talking about Shabbat, turn to Ayin Amubet. We're talking about a case when there's a lot of meat, which means talking about a case where there's a lot of meat, meaning that there's not a lot of people on the Korban Pesach, okay. and there's not a lot of people on the Korban Pesach, then you don't, then, no, then you don't bring a Korban Hagigah. So and if you don't need the cleaver, how would the guy know how many people are on the thing? <laughs> Maybe more guys are going to sign up. How do you know how many people are going to sign but it's okay, you're right. Forget about that. Now, I don't know why you can't know how many people in the group. What, what, what if I, I know? I'm, I'm, not, I'm not planning to, get, to bring guys with It's a Fa'or group. We're not taking out of the guys. You know how many people are going to be in. That's the story. But how does, I think it means how does the guy who, know, who finds it have to know? Yeah. Okay. Well, she says anything about it? No. If, if he finds no. a knife, how do you know the, the guy who dropped it a lot of people? Mina yadi habalim b'shlosha asa kishmat li v'sakinim shu'rov to me. Oh, that's that's later. That's something else. Now, yada ba'alim ba'in v'nimnim alav anashim alma v'konim lahem bochelik min ba'alim ad shachita. It seems like it's automatically open, and people come and they 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 they, 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 they sign up. So you can't so, their own groups. You can't, it doesn't seem like that. It seems like you got to be always open. And the zibides can't just say we're making this a zibide thing. No, no. the Harris come. It's just in the Harry. We're joining in. Okay, I'll come. Come join. He's not going to say, "Oh, you don't come to the daf enough. You can't come." Is it like 30, thirty people? Didn't we speak about how much people can be in it? Well, everyone so everyone everyone, everyone has to get a kazait. But he's got more kazayits. We, we, we weigh the animal. How many kazayits in the animal? Okay, we've got plenty of kazayits. If we have the harris come, you have to let them buy in. It seems like that. So therefore, how do they know? Okay. Halabis, you leave them out. But the, 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 the harris come, you know. Okay. Ela sheba bitumah. Must be the case is that it came bitumah. Ya'ani, that everyone was tameh. So since everyone was tameh, then there's no hagiyah with it. So then you shouldn't be... Sof, sof, How does he know that everyone's going to be, going to be mm-hmm. Tameh? Morris says, no, there's a case. The meat nasi. If the nasi dies, 
then everyone's got to go to the funeral. Since everyone's got to go to the funeral, so he knows that everyone's going to be Tameh, because everyone has to go to respect to the Nasi, and therefore they're all going to be Tameh, and that's how, that, that, that was the case, the Nasi died. That was the case? Yeah, that's the case. The only, otherwise, <laughs> otherwise, how do you know everyone's going to be Tameh? Well, then you can't pick it up. <laughs> so the reason why you're not allowed to pick it up is because the cleaver, you know you're not going to use because the Nasi died. So really, it's really, 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 Mm-hmm. If the, if the Nasi died on the 13th of Nisan, the ladder, so everyone's allowed to do the Quran Pesach Petumah, right. right? So they're all going to be Tameh. So what are you dipping your knife for? You were all Tameh anyway. Okay, so that can't make sense. Okay. Maybe you got the news late. Ah, maybe Nasi died on the 14th. Okay, good. If not on the 14th, then you should dip both of them. If it's done on the 14th, so you don't know. So now, wait a second, you probably dipped your cleaver also because you didn't know he's going to die yet. If, you, if you're dipping the sakin, mm-hmm. then you dip the cleaver, that means you don't know he died, so you dip the cleaver too. Don't use the thing you found, we'll get your own <laughs> No, the whole point is the proof. You found it, yeah, you found it. Right? Good, you hear the question? Yeah. The Gemara answers the question. The Nasi goses b'shloshasar. Nasi is not dead, but Nasi is on the ventilator. Sleep. On the 13th. Okay? <laughs> So when Nasi is on the ventilator. Now they're assuming he might die. Yeah, he's in the ICU yeah. with Corona. Assuming Doesn't he look might good, die. and we're assuming he's going to die. Okay. So Sakin, when it comes to the knife, the Hadsifika, with only one question, we're going to see what happens with him. Matili, you're dipping. Kofits, but 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 the cleaver, the Tresvika with his two Svekot. No Matili, he's not going to dip it. Now, what does that mean? Which means that when he's between life and death, so if the guy stays alive, so it has to be tahora, we'll dip my sakin. When it comes to the cleaver, the cleaver, the cleaver is for the hagiga, right? Uh-huh. Now the hagiga, there's two things. Number one is we're not going to offer it, maybe. Because if they're all time. Right. And even if, if he dies, no hagiga, everyone's going to right? And even if he's alive, you might have a lot, a big portions enough for everybody. So there's a double, and you won't need the Chagiga. So since there's a double doubt, the guy's not going to bother dipping his cleavers. And that, that's the reason why you don't do it. Okay? Good. Okay. So saying it's not approved by this Ben Therefore, it's not approved by the Therefore, we don't know, we still don't know whether Ben Tema is going to allow the chopping of the bones or not. No, in general, does he allow breaking oh, bones on the other? We don't know. This this right now was not a proof because it could still be the Rabbanan in a case where Nasi is a Gosses on the thirteenth. Yeah. Therefore, it's not a proof, and we don't know for sure. We can't, we can't, we cannot prove whether Ben Tema requires or doesn't require uh, no breaking bones on the thing. It's not hard evidence. No, we don't have hard evidence. You have uh, you have uh, circumstantial evidence, but to know fact, you don't know fact. Don't don't break. You can't make it easy to break bones. Okay. Tanya, we learned in the Brighton. 
יהודה בן דורתאי פירש היה, ודורתאי בנו, והלך וישב בדנו. During the, these guys, it's not clear if these guys were tzedukis, either they were bad guys, and they didn't believe in the Torah, or they were good guys, and just they, they were bad only on this thing. But it seemed like they were nervous about what the Rechamim were doing, and they didn't want to bring the Korban Pesach on, without a Chagigah on Shabbat. And therefore they said, we're not doing this, we're out, we're going to go sit in the south, so we don't have to bring the Korban Chagigah. Now what's the south? It seems like some rabbis... Rishonim explained that the south means they were in the south outside of Israel, so they don't have to bring the Korban Pesach, because they don't want to bring the Korban Pesach without Chagel. Listen to what happens. Amar, they said, Im yavo Eliyahu, if Eliyahu and Avi, Mashiach will come, tell the Jews, I understand the 14th of Shabbat, why do you bring your Korban Chagigah? Where is your Korban Chagigah? What are they going to answer? I'm surprised about the great rabbi Shemayin and Avtalion. Shemayin and Avtalion are, are the rebbies of Hillel. If you remember, Re- Hillel was the one who told the, he gave the Ben Bnei Ben Musad, you guys didn't serve the Gedolei Adon properly, Shemayin and Avtalion. So this, this guy, Yehuda Ben, ben, ben Dorto, is shocked at the Gedolei Adon, Shemayin and Avtalion, that they're not telling the Jews that on Shabbat you should bring Gorban Hagigah. Right? These are great rabbis. They're great Tashanim. They should have said We just said all along, Chagigah is not Tochet Shabbat. But these two, this, this fellow and his son are shocked that the great rabbis are not telling Jews and therefore they don't want to have any part of this. And they don't want to bring the Korban Pesach, but if they stay in Yerushalayim, then they'll get karet for not bringing the Korban Pesach. So what they do? They ishkate. They went to Darom, whatever that means. And this way, somehow, when they're in Darom, it's a whole machok and why being in Darom gets them out of it. So, so what? You still have to come up. And why is that not so clear why that got them out of it? Are they on? Are, 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 are they tzedukim and therefore they're messing it up? We don't, we don't, but this is, either way, this is what they did. Either way, they're upset. They're holding, not like we said in the Mishnah, that the Quran Hagigah is done on Isdo HaShabbat, uh, even on the 14th, and yalla. Okay. Amarav, Maitama de Ben Dortai. Rav says, what's Ben Dortai's reason? Now, there are those who claim that the fact that Rav is asking what the reason Ben Dortai is, is a sign that he's not a Stuki. Why would Rav bother telling you the reason for a Stuki? Stuki, yeah, like, get out of here. <laughs> don't, don't bring you in our, in our, in our Gemara. Right? Obviously, he was a good guy, just off. Tehti, because Basuk says, V'zavachta Pesach l'adonai l'hechatzono bakar. It says you will slaughter a Pesach to Hashem, your God, son, sheep, ubakar, and cattle. Ooh. Now, we know the here. Pesach can only be a lamb or a goat. So why do they mention cattle if you can't bring Goban Pesach from cattle? Basuk says cattle, and you can't bring Goban Pesach from cattle, says Ben Dotai. And therefore, Ela, son, ze Pesach, bakar, ze hagigah. So you see that the Chagigah and Pesach together. You should slaughter it. And slaughter it means together. They're equal. And therefore, just like one is Doche Shabbat, so is the other. And therefore, these, this, this guy is against our Mishnah. How are you saying that Chagigah is not Doche Shabbat? Look, you see, Tzor Bukad. Tzor Bukad, Yani. Chagigah and Pesach. Like Tal said earlier. You said together, no? Yeah, they should be together. Okay, let's see. Amar Ravashi, Ravashi says, V'anan 
Let's say, Rabbi Ashi says, you want to explain the reason of these guys who are Poresh from the Sibur? Being that he's off, what are you paying attention to what he says? That's a pretty good point, though. It's a pasuk, no? That pasuk that you mentioned, that's that's not coming for this. It's coming for Rav Nachman. You know what Rav Nachman says, right? Oh no? Okay, fine. Let's see. Says the Gemara. Because Rav Nachman says, "Dam Rav Nachman Amar Abba Minayin Lemotal Pesach Shekarav Shlamim." How do we know that if you have a leftover Pesach, in the article they call it the residual Pesach. Residual Pesach means, now let's say the Fa'ur family, you can't have, but this is the case. The Fa'ur family, they're looking to make a nice Kobar Pesach. Their father finds in the flock in the backyard of the Fa'ur estates, they find a white, white, beautiful white uh, lamb. So, ah, I, this is going to be nice. Fa'ur, we're going we're gonna to do it, HL. This time we're going to have a white lamb. Okay, beautiful. They set it aside. His brother David's in charge, taking care of it. No problem. Okay. Now, what happens? What happens? Sure enough, they come, they come back. Mrs. Fawar comes and asks, David, where? When? when where's the where, where, you know, where's the, what they call it? Where's, where's the haruf? Where's the haruf? Where's the haruf? Haruf, I don't know what happened to it. I don't know. He gave it to my, my wife. It was this. I don't know where it's gone. Where's the haruf? Uli, no haruf, not good. It's a bad day in the Fawar house. They have to get another one. Okay, they find another black one. Okay, what can we do? It's late. We got a black one. Okay, what are we going to do? Then, two days later, there's the, there's the white haruf. Right, after the thing. Now, yeah, let's call it residual Pesach. Because it was, sa- it was sanctified for a Korban Pesach, and then you found it afterwards if you're ready to do the black one. Now what? Okay? Did we say let, we let it... No, no. The, how do we know that we call it, you're allowed to offer it as a shlamin? Right? Shneemar, the Pazuk says, Vezavachta Pesach Lashem Elokecha Tzono Bakar. Tzono Bakar. Now it says the Gemara, Vachi Pesach Mena Bakar Uba. Could you bring your one Pesach from Bakar? You know that, no. Right? Vahalo Pesach in the Bible, because he might seem. Ela, Motara Pesach, Yedevarabba Mena Tzono Bakar. Rather, it should, the, what's extra Pesach, this white one that's left over, should be something that you could do from Tzono and Bakar. And what could you do from Tzono Bakar? Ashlamim. And that's the proof. So of Nachman saying this son of Akkad is coming to prove that the white lost Fa'ur sheep, sheep is Ashlamim. That's what it's for. Not for this whole thing, son of Akkad, that's the same. That's what the Bakar is. That's what the Bakar is coming to tell you. Nothing. Yeah. Right? Is that clear? Gorgeous. I'm not, we're doing great. Okay. Now, this is not clear. This next Gemara, it seems... Like it's talking about the Hagigah of the 15th. We're going to learn it over here that we're switching topics and now talking about Hagigah. Till now, we're talking about Hagigah the 14th, right? Which was the one that you, yes, do, don't do, depending on the situation. Now it seems like the Gemara is shifting gears and going without telling you that it's shifting gears, the Gemara is shifting gears. Other Mishraim are going back and forth, it's difficult. We're going to explain it this way. That's how we're going to learn over here for the purposes of our class. So the Gemara, why isn't the Chagigah of the 15th Tokhet Shabbat? Now, we just switched to the 15th without telling you. And we're telling you, how come, you know, if, if it was the 14th, we already told you it's not Tokhet Shabbat. Right? So, must be talking about the 15th. And we're telling you that the 15th, it's not Tokhet Shabbat. It's a Koban Sibur. 
That's a one that you, everyone has to do. The fifteenth, everyone has to do. It's kumat You should have to do it. It should be duches shabbat. Amar ila mishum Rabbi Yehuda ben Safa. Amar Kabbasuk says the hakodim oto chag ladunai shivat yimim b'shana. It says you have to offer it as the holiday for Hashem seven days of the year. That's the korban hagiga. Shiva are the only seven days. Shmona hava. There's eight days of the holiday. From here we see that Hagar doesn't push up Shabbat. Because since there's only seven days you can offer it, that means that of the days of the holiday, you can only do it on seven of the days because you have to take out Shabbat. Oh, Kiatarabin, when Rabin came, I said this in front of my rabbis. Sometimes it's only six days. On Sukkot, when there's eight days of holidays, if the first day of Sukkot falls out on Shabbat, then the last day of Sukkot will also fall out on Shabbat. So why are you saying there's always seven days? It's not true. Sometimes it's only six. Right? So why would it say there's always seven? Amar Abin Techela Lama Kihaimilta will Abin, who has no kids, say these words? Shimonat, lo meshkachat leklau. Eight days you never have. Shiva, atem rov yamim. Shiva, you have most of the time. Therefore, the Torah is telling you what you mostly have. You mostly have seven. That's okay. Okay, we're going to stop over here at the words, Amar Ula, Amar Bielazar, Shlomim Shinechtan, Me'erev Yom Tov. Baruch Adonai Le'olam, Amen ve'amen.